Hello. Hello. Oh, you cut out for a second, but I think you're good. Yeah, I'm telling you, every time I say it with the high pitch, it cuts out. Oh, really? Oh, because this happened a few episodes ago. It's the mic. The mic can't handle it. Can't handle it. (laughs) There's a a pitch. Um, it only goes so high, huh? It does. Yeah, it cuts out. That happens. That happens when you record sometimes. Uh, I just have too high of a register. Yeah, you gotta um, lower it. Tell the folks why we're here. Well, my name is Jay. (laughs) And my name is Bay. And this is the part I don't get. It's our podcast. Episode 81. Yes, I was thinking that. But you're always the one that knows for sure. I double-checked just in case to be sure and it is episode 81 we're old we're we're just getting through at this point (laughs) (laughs) well I believe it's your turn to go first oh really Really? I'm pretty sure I went first last time yeah okay well I'm happy to go first don't uh, remember mine is kind of like a weird one this time I was I actually wrote it for the last time and then decided to ditch it last minute because I wasn't sure if it was interesting enough but I hear you figured (laughs) I would go with it I would go with it so um it is current current events current events so a little different out of my wheelhouse and you may have even seen this pop up on like your feed or something so I got my in- my information from HuffPost, The New Yorker, Wikipedia, of course, Wired.com, and AnetV.com. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm already I'm already intrigued. I was like, really? Okay, I'll 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 see what they're about. Look at them trying to be journalists. <laughs> I know, like right? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Everybody can give it a try. You know, <laughs> right? So. Uh, This happened very recently. It happened in February of this year. So a bride and uh, so a bride, you know, at a wedding. I know it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I kept seeing it, so I was like, "Let's look into this." And I don't have anything else to write, so let's just do this. So I, uh, and most people probably have seen this like pop up as like a little news blurb. So a bride and her caterer for her wedding were arrested after wedding guests were allegedly served food that was laced with marijuana uh otherwise known as marijuana so (laughs) (laughs) i just want to keep it clear it's the um, day pronounced or (laughs) so uh i don't know if she if her name is danya or danya but I'm going to say Dania because I feel like it sounds better. Dania Glennie was 42 from Florida and Joycelyn Bryant was 31. And they could now be charged with tampering, negligence, and marijuana delivery and culpable, culpable negligence because the guests were said to have been enjoying themselves at this wedding. 
And at the event, it was on February 19th of this year, they suddenly started to feel kind of sick. And then they did get sick. There were around 30 to 40 guests. So kind of a smaller wedding too. Thank goodness. (laughs) (laughs) And that attended. That's expensive, man. They got to keep it small. I know. And who knows if there was like vomiting, you know, you want to keep it to a smaller number. Could also lessen the sentence maybe. So there were around 30 to 40 guests that attended the wedding that's in question. Uh, And it took, it took place at the Springs clubhouse in Longwood, Florida. So the police were called to the wedding after a number of people started to get sick. And it it supposedly came from this laced lasagna dish that the caterer created for the wedding. And it was being served as I'm assuming one of the main dishes, if not the main dish. Yeah. And the police spoke to many of the guests and questioned them. A male guest requested an ambulance because he said that he was, quote, feeling weird and said... (laughs) He felt like he had, quote, drugs inside him, end quote. Well, he, he was correct. Very I can feel them inside me. You know, like, I just can't imagine having that conversation. That's too bad <clears throat> they got sick and not just, like, high and, you know. It sounds they like they got, like, to, really sick. Yeah, they didn't even get to enjoy it. <laughs> it doesn't sound like people were enjoying it, according to the articles that I read. Because I would expect it to just be, like, um, like that, kind of like that. Well, maybe it might have been like that episode of The Office where uh, um, Packer, you know, laces the cupcakes and they all eat it and then they all get kind of high, but then some of them get sick because it depends on which cupcake they ate. Oh, it might be kind of like that. So, the uh, a number, so a number of people reported having suffered stomach aches and experienced vomiting during the party. Gross. So again, that's why keeping it down to 30 to 40 is probably a better idea yeah. <laughs> than having a ton. And they also said that they felt ill and high. So maybe, maybe okay. they got to experience it. And I don't know, um, what the I should, totally should have looked this up but I want to know um is pot legal in Florida I know I like I, I doubt it well and not against know, people's like, will exactly <laughs> exactly I was just curious if people if that's a state where people could partake in going to a dispensary um well, it sounds or like is it just the- medical marijuana or it sounds like one of the charges were dispensing it but not possession right yeah, I, I think it's really sure, all tied up to I'm giving sure it to people out there. I'm sure the amount was way <laughs> yeah. over, even if it was legal. You know? Yeah, yeah. It tells me there's no medical marijuana cards. <laughs> um, I really should have looked that up before doing this. So let's just see here. Um, well, I remember when, um, you know, my husband and I go on like a deep rabbit hole of like body cam videos and that's uh one that came up was like the body cam footage from them uh from the wedding when they and he was like the cop was like oh really yeah the cop was like bring bring the caterer out and they're like stop packing stuff up they thought it was like just the caterers because the you know the 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 husband and wife were acting like totally clueless of course um so you saw actual video footage of this experience oh yeah yeah i'll um i I didn't see that at all yeah, that's what I so, thought you got from A and E TV. I was like, oh, on the body cam footage. 
No, I mean, I might have skipped past it because I was really just trying to get like to read through it. So it does sound like medical marijuana is legal in Florida. I mean, I can only imagine with the amount of glaucoma that's probably in that state. I'm just taking a, a while. Oh, that's guess, a really good point. Yeah. Due to the senior citizen uh, population, but recreationally, it is still illegal. But okay. there are efforts to legalize pot in in the sunshine sunshine state. It looks like they're trying to make it happen for uh, maybe put it on the ballot in 2022, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm reading this correctly. So who knows if it'll stay the same or not. This, this, the people who are against it will probably use this, you know, as oh, something totally. to say as a reason why it shouldn't be. So yeah. regardless, definitely shouldn't give people anything without their knowledge. That is incredibly guess there will just in in poor taste and it's illegal and it's awful and and it it's just i don't know it's just a sucky thing to do so uh so they were you know they were vomiting they were high they felt sick they had stomach aches and someone did request an ambulance and others were also taken to the hospital for further medical assistance the police collected multiple items that were being served for samples. Oh yeah, that <laughs> I wonder if they were like, let, let me just too. let me just let me just taste this real quick. You know, like <laughs> like what if it looks like the most delicious, like you know, I don't know, chocolate covered strawberry. You're like, ooh, you know, I, I can be a taste tester. Um, so yeah, and that was one of the things that they collected. So chocolate covered strawberries, bread, cookies, brownies pudding shots and a handful of lasagna. That is how they described it. A handful. I wonder if they like just dug their hands in. So from, <clears throat> from the food test, from the food that they took to test for drugs and arrest affidavit, the lasagna and a piece of bread tested positive for THC done, done, done. So it was found to be in the bread and in the lasagna for sure due to the test. Okay. Lenny uh, told the police that she did not consent to cannabis being put in any of the food. And Glenny is the bride. Lenny was 42 and Bryant 31 is, I believe, the caterer. So Bryant and Glenny both turned themselves into authorities on the Monday that I wrote this, <laughs> this article. So it got a little juicier. Um, <laughs> so they they actually turned themselves in into the police and uh miranda miranda caddy who was also there told wftv9 news quote we're all just enjoying and celebrating our friend's success on the dance floor all 30 of us having <laughs> having fun catching the bouquet i just started feeling a little bit dizzy just kind of like the room was spinning a little bit and things were distorted Whatever the reason, oh I think people just want an explanation, end quote. Yeah. I think that's fair. That's Wait, fair. So, so did they say how much, like, like how much marijuana no. was in it? Because I don't know. In my mind, I'm like, well, I thought marijuana, like, helps with nausea and, like, stuff like that. But I guess you right? get too much of it, obviously. Not and who knows where it came from, if it yeah. might have had something else in there. I would have automatically um, been like, oh, food poisoning or something. But I guess if people- Yes, I know. But maybe because they were acting as though they were. But then I would have yeah. thought, okay, it's a wedding. They're just drinking. I would have yeah. thought they were just drunk. 
Yeah. And that like, maybe, yeah, I would have thought the same thing. Maybe like something was bad in the food, not drugs, but yeah, like salmonella. Or I wouldn't be surprised if like the bride or the caterer like bragged to somebody or, like, <clears throat> you know, was like, maybe, yeah, yeah, we put stuff in the food. It sounds like just one of the guests had it and they just called the police. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame them. So first responders who arrived at the wedding treated a number of people after they did complain of stomach pains and vomiting. Another guest who was taken to South Seminole Hospital for treatment reportedly said that he wanted to press charges against those responsible. Bryant, the caterer, works for Joycelyn Southern Kitchen, and she describes herself as a, quote, holistic chef. End quote. Oh, of course. Tell I'm me about she it. She doesn't work there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it. Uh, so, uh, but see, Joycelyn's her first name. So I kind of feel like she owns this place because it's Joycelyn oh, Southern Kitchen. Okay. Well, she so ain't getting no more business for a while. <laughs> I don't know. But that's according to her website. She's a holistic chef. And this isn't the, this apparently isn't the only incident of food potentially being laced with drugs recently at a wedding. Earlier this year, a bride's brother laced her cake with cannabis, with, with, with pot. Alvaro Rodriguez, 29 from San Diego, Chile, created the multi-tiered wedding cake for his sister when she got married in February. (laughs) February is a big year for a big month for this stuff. So Rodriguez made reference to the special ingredient in the cake, which read translated, quote, the return of the magic brownie 2.0, end quote. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows what the first magic brownie was like? 2.0. So <clears throat> I know coming just to, to wedding near you. So Rodriguez spent 20 hours making and decorating the cake, which was covered in white icing and flowers. And it first looked like an entirely regular beautiful wedding cake and he made adult guests aware that one of the tears offered the chance to get a bit more than a sugar rush well at least he warned people (laughs) he didn't say which tier it doesn't sound like he did it sounds like like you know like dealer's (laughs) choice you know just pick a tier but they usually cut it for you but yeah it's a gamble so like this whole half of the room got this tier so you know and I feel like it would be like that like because you it gets cut and served by tier you know so um I'm I'm, I'm guessing the top (laughs) tier so he indicated yeah it's the smallest one yeah so he offered the chance to get a bit more than a sugar rush, thanks to the marijuana that was in one of the tiers of the cake. And it is illegal for all production and public consumption in the country of Chile, but legal for private at home consumption. So the baker explained the inspiration for the cake came after he and his sister tried magical brownies, and which I'm sure is an edible. And found the effect to be very funny, is what they said. So he said he didn't think twice when his sister asked him to add weed to one of the tears of her cake. This is oh an interesting bride uh, saying that particular level took him, quote, two hours and was pretty easy, end quote. Oh, right. I just refu- I just infused it with the butter from the day before. And once the brownie was set, I put it in with the other levels with chocolate ganache and voila end quote he explained i mean like he must be like a pastry chef or something 
Cause I mean, like who's just making a 20 yeah. hour cake off the top, you know, like that's, that's a lot. Well, you know, he's clearly got a side business too. <laughs> it's just so funny. <laughs> so I thought to myself about like, you know, that one sounded like it was consensual and kind of to a point. And she actually did ask him to, but the other one, like, what is the deal? Was it intentional? Yeah. Was like it the bride? Was it the caterer? Who the fuck did it? And like, why? And like, what's the point? And it clearly didn't end well for the guests if they're like puking everywhere. <laughs> so, I mean, like they were, they were laced, they were poisoned. So I thought about like, what, what does it take to be a poisoner? Like, why do people do that? And like the, I kind of like the psych idea of poisoning. So I found that deaths by homicidal poisoning date back to ancient times. Oh yeah. In, in early Rome, for example, the most effective way to eliminate a, a political rival was to poison them with arsenic yeah. because arsenic is a tasteless water soluble toxin and it can be easily added to drinks. And they even have those things that are called poison rings where they're rings and it has like a little oh, small yeah, compartment in one, it. Right? I always wanted one, but I've never had oh, one. I could have sworn you had one. I, I, I talked about it all it the time. I thought <laughs> it was so interesting because to imagine, oh, look at my beautiful jewelry. Oh, look over there, a bird. And then you like open the compartment and then shh, <laughs> like the idea Very that convenient. people would do that it just boggles my mind. I can't imagine, you know, like, and you have like the murder weapon around your finger. I know. I don't know. It's just intense. Brutal. So murderers in medieval Europe often use juice extracted from the berries of the deadly nightshade bush to carry oh, out their dirty deeds. Sounds like something from Hocus Pocus. So well, like um, in Hunger Games, they called it Nightlock. So I, I didn't realize oh, that it was yeah. actually something like in real life related to that. Yeah, it is. Nightshade is real. So through much of the 19th century, a third of all criminal cases of poisoning involved arsenic. Arsenic's a, it's a, it's a big baddie. And it was, arsenic was used for all kinds of stuff and was sold legally. It was used in dyes that ended up poisoning people. And it was used um, for other purposes that anyone could just go to the store and just get it so i think that was a big part of the reason why it was Whoops. a popular poisoning tool because Can i mean even the play, even the play arsenic and old lace yeah i don't i don't know about now but so one reason for its popularity was was the availability all you had to do was go into a chemist's shop i'm assuming that's just like another term for pharmacy and say that you needed to kill rats yeah so it might not be a pharmacy i don't know and a child could, a, a child could practically obtain arsenic so in 2010 poisoning resulted in about 180,000 deaths to 200,000 deaths that's pretty bad in 1990 <laughs> so it went down <laughs> it went yeah, down 20,000 <laughs> in in uh in 20 years it went down it went down 20,000 deaths <laughs> that's awful so I mean 180,000 people were killed to death by poisoning in 2010 jeez yeah there were approximately 727,500 emergency department visits in the United States involving poisoning 
3.3% of all injury-related encounters, to be exact. So, wow. that's interesting. Contrary to what people may think, except in political killings, poisoners don't make much use of exotic new compounds. They use what's at hand. Yeah. And they kill for the same reasons. Anger, jealousy, greed, etc. There, They say that there are are <clears throat> I wrote that really funny sorry <laughs> they said that there are far more rare um, than other forms of killing so even so if 180,000 is a rare way of killing someone omg what are it, the numbers right it's very I mean it's gotta be hot and you really have I, to plan exactly. it exactly the planning the planning you're taking what's at hand but you're planning um, and, uh, poison homicides don't occur as often as they did hundreds of years ago. Go figure <laughs> mostly because scientists are better at solving these mysteries than they were before. Yeah. yeah. And I heard that, um, arsenic smells like bitter almonds, right? I heard that too. Yeah. But only some people have the ability to actually smell it. Like it's genetic, oh, kind of like if you like cilantro or not, yeah. so some people can't smell it and some people can well, so it says, you know, why, why do people choose poison versus another method of murdering somebody, you know, so a, a way that's way less complicated. Like you said, it's less sophisticated, quicker, easier. Like for example, like with a weapon, like a gun yeah. or a knife or something. So there are a couple of explanations for why people would choose poison over something else. And it said that this article I was reading, it said that we know that poisoners are overrepresented in medical professions, for example. Oh, yeah. So it, Easy access. It, ju <laughs> it just may be the familiarity some people have with toxic, toxic substances that makes them choose that method over another. And they know how to administer it and they have access to it. And the same can be true for caretakers, unfortunately. So sad. Uh, whether it's like at your home, your personal yeah. home, or like a nursing home. And they said that there are some psychological explanations. This is what I really wanted to know. Because I've heard so many times people say that poisoners are more likely to be women mm -hmm. than men. But I, I don't think I found the answer to that. So poisoning somebody in a weird kind of way gives the perpetrator a sense of psychological distance from the murder. Yes. They're, they're, like, well, they're not anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're not bludgeoning them over it, the head. It's hard to look them in the eye while they're killing them. Yeah or you know, strangling them by the throat, yeah. they don't even have to be there for the person yeah. to die. If they administer the poison over a long period of time, that person can even gradually deteriorate, which would add to the suffering if that was their and goal. And it's harder to trace, I would think, sometimes. Some, yeah, I would think, depending upon what it was <clears throat> that they were using. So what about the victims? Like, do they have certain traits or characteristics that make them a target? Um, so if you look at the motives of poisoners and then you look at their victims, one of the thing that you'll see is that money stands out a lot. It is a common motive when people are poisoning other people. And then revenge. Oh, yeah. Revenge is a secondary motive and money tends to be the first. And, uh, they said that 90% of poisoners kill someone that they know. So I'm watching you. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to switch our drinks next time. 
You're like, why don't you take a sip first? <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> like they do that in movies all the time. Yeah. When they switch the drink. And then they watch like, them drink it. I love it. It's like a spy movie or something. So it's difficult to look at a, a personality traits, but um, when you study some of the people who have been used, who have used poison, you'll find them described as mild mannered and as people who get along with just about everyone. And they tend to be conflict avoidant. Okay. Hence the incredibly passive aggressive way that they've chosen <laughs> to kill somebody. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, yeah. let's pop out. <laughs> They're conflict avoidant. You think? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> aggressively killing someone. Oh my gosh. So these individuals in comparison to other types of murderers are sneakier. I oh, can yeah. see that. And they're much less confrontational. That's kind of obvious. <laughs> and they're oftentimes people that nobody suspects. Poisoners as a group are smarter than many other types of murderers oh, yeah. because poisoning requires met met methodical oh, planning. Yeah. And with this group, you'll also see, yeah, with this group, you'll also see this vulnerable kind of narcissism. That's what the article said. And they need to get what they want, like an insurance payout and believe that they deserve whatever the reward that, that they're seeking. Like they deserve this. Like other murderers, they often do lack empathy and they do have a sense of entitlement. So watch out for those personality traits, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Always get those poison tests. If you're, if you're conflict avoided and you're somebody that nobody suspects, <laughs> and you have a little bit of narcissism and a sense of entitlement i'm i'm watching you you know <laughs> oh my goodness but yeah that was it oh, cool. so it didn't actually say what i've heard in movies and books and stuff about like you know that usually it's a, a woman it didn't say that but well women are more likely to be caretakers right that's true so that's it, very might true. Be, it might be one of those things where it's like you know, it, it's true, but it's not directly true. You know, I think that what I've heard is that it's most likely women because, um, you can be of any size, you can be of any strength to do this. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So like, it's not as physical, it's a passive aggressive way of murdering somebody. Yeah. And I guess in the <laughs> profession, it's most likely unless you're a doctor i don't know what you know but nurses are, tend to be women or mm -hmm. you know what do you call them like nurse assistants mm -hmm. medical techs and stuff yeah that's probably not the right word <laughs> i i don't know what the right word is and that is it that is my topic well i like that but... sorry i had to uh change out my charger here <laughs> <laughs> had the wrong cord i was like why she's is disappeared she's bored <laughs> no no that's good i yeah that i'm but I, I am curious like you like why did they the 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 bride and the caterer like what were they hoping to get out of that like was it like did they think it was like a prank or um i'm just curious curious what i would love to see the court case or the you know hearing on that but oh my gosh if it was like public yeah <laughs> i would watch that for sure but i mean this all of this um information came out in april and then the wedding wasn't at the end of february yeah. so that's like two months later 
Oh, they didn't turn themselves around. in right away. No. They probably well, got a lawyer and the lawyer was like... they might have turned themselves in closer, <laughs> but then they weren't charged until April, it mm-hmm. looks like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think we know what the real motive is, and I don't think we know today who did it. It's just they, they both did turn themselves in, and they both were charged with those felonies. Yeah, I'm hoping it was like just them being stupid and thinking like, oh, yes. everyone will get high and have a fun time. Yeah, um, that's my guess. I bet you they were just in cahoots yeah, not with each other. People we're going to get sick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, who wants people puking all over their dance floor anyway? I know, God. <laughs> that's disgusting. <laughs> but I mean, the, I mean the fact that the caterer was like totally in on it was a little crazy to me. Mm-hmm. But who knows what the maybe you know the bride told her oh yeah everyone's like okay with it <laughs> yeah maybe because i watched an episode of um or i watched you know the show southern charm on bravo uh-huh. and um for those who don't know it's just a reality show about rich people in, um, <laughs> in the south if you couldn't tell uh more well charleston south carolina but there was an episode where they they hired like um uh cater or they hired like chefs who prepared their food with marijuana in it um oh. obviously they were aware and i'm sure that these chefs had to go through some sort of training and you know standard standardizing was involved i don't know if that's a word but um and, you know, <laughs> and not everyone they had like non-marijuana meals as well for people who didn't want to partake so okay at least they had the option but yeah that so i mean that is choices like business for you know Maybe that was, oh, you know what? I think they took it mean, to Colorado and that's probably, okay. that would yeah, make I mean, well, <laughs> the states where the states where it is legal, I mean, they sell all kinds of things like gummies oh, yeah. and lollipops and stuff. And then I remember reading a news article that they really had to make sure that they didn't look like real candy so that children wouldn't see it. Yeah, there were a lot, it, of, I, yeah, I a lot of stories of, of kids like getting a hold of them and yeah too. i think that was even made into a law like that they have to like make sure that the packaging is yeah do you remember when we were kids and they did that for joe camel the cigarettes they removed the camel from the packaging no the cartoon you remember it used to be a smoking cartoon camel yeah with sunglasses on its face and I remember hearing on the news that this that cartoon character version of him they had to take him away because he was making kids want to smoke. <laughs> I don't know if that's yeah, true. Yeah, that was it, I'm but sure. That's a little bit of a stretch, I think, um, considering there's a multitude of other reasons I mean, why I'm I'm sure happy to with my do that, but... cigarettes. That's all I needed. <laughs> but, I would probably um, like bite yeah. into a real cigarette, be like, what the fuck is this <laughs> gross uh, gross is what it would taste like <laughs> yeah <laughs> not a wise decision no um well mm, anyway that was my topic thank you um so my topic is completely unrelated no no crime i'm um, just kind of a little like uh you know something i was curious about i actually heard i think they covered it on the news or it was like coming up on news four and of course I never watched it. And then I was like, well, let me, let me look it up. And, um, it could be my topic. It's, um, like how streets get named. Cause I've always. Oh, interesting. Yeah. You can, uh, probably give your two cents. You know. 
Um, but my my sources are Washington Post article by Jeff Guo, uh, mentalfloss.com article by Will McGuff, Wikipedia, of course, and then a box article by uh, Phil Edwards and Gina Barton. And then uh, a website called loveproperty.com. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was always curious, like I always figured, like obviously there's um, some history involved, but I always wondered, <coughs> excuse me, um, like who got to, to choose or what the process was. Um, so nowadays um, it's not very exciting, but real estate and subdivision developers uh, usually name new streets in the US. Um, but what happens is the name is submitted to the city for review and then um, public service departments such as police, fire and rescue um, can veto the name because you know they're the ones who obviously work the most with uh, different addresses in the area. And uh, one big issue is it has to be distinguishable enough to find it in an emergency situation. Um, so they don't wanna make it too confusing. Um, you know, if, you, if there's like two names that are too similar or it's, you know, just really vague or something like that, um, it's got to go through many, many uh, public service departments, <laughs> <laughs> which is good to know, I guess. There should be guidelines. Um, oh, and yeah. a, lot of, a lot of cities have guidelines that require um, that the name fit into their theme. Um, so in DC. Oh, yeah, because like, oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and uh, I'm sure you've noticed in DC, um, they go, they do all the 50 states, and then they also do um, the alphabet. Um, but interestingly enough, there is no I or J because apparently they used to be written very similar similarly back in the day, and for some reason there's also no X, Y, or Z. Not sure what maybe they didn't have that. enough enough streets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or they're like, eh. or maybe I don't know. Did the X and Y look too similar? Who knows? I could see that. I can see that. Or maybe like well, I know in Philadelphia yeah. they use trees. It's yep. like walnut, chestnut. Yep. Yep. That was my next line, actually. Oh, whoops. <laughs> no, no. I, I figured, yeah, I figured you would know Philadelphia since you, you know, spent a lot of time living there. Um so I I saw somewhere that no living person can be used, but as we'll see later, there are really? streets with living people's names. So it might depend on the city That's or the stupid. town. Um, and if if the person died recently and you want to name a street after them, the family of the deceased must consent. Um, Interesting. Ten years. Yeah. I did not think that there were guidelines that were that stringent I on something like that. As either. long as it's not offensive, I would think. Yeah, I'm like, who wouldn't want a street named after them? Yeah. Um, you can't use the word the, um, you can't use uh, numbers, punctuation, or abbreviation to start, except um, for the word saint. And then, um, yeah. Or what about mount? You can't use M-T. It has to be M-O-U-N-T. Um, I guess it would have to. I feel like you can use M-T. I don't know. Because there's even some I'll have to saints. look the next time. There's even some Mount Saints out there. Mount St. Helen. Yeah. That's a place, um, not necessarily a road. Maybe, yeah, this might be <clears throat> another one that depends on the area. And then um, I didn't know that this was a standard thing, but odd numbers 
like of a house or a building are always on the left and even numbers are always on the right. Yes, and, I did know that. But like, it depends which way you're facing, right? <laughs> Maybe it goes like north versus south, like north, if you're, st- if it's always, you know, using north as a guideline, but yeah, oh, that's okay. a good point. But yeah, like odd numbers are always on one side of the street. Even numbers are always on the other side. Yeah, of the street. I mean, I, knew I remember opposite, but I didn't know that like one had to be on the right and the other was on the left. I remember we were well into our twenties, and we were like with some friends, and we were in the city trying to find a place we had never been to. And I was like, well, it has to be on the left because the uh, the number is odd or whatever. And then the person we were with was like, how do you know that? I was like, because all the odd numbers are on this side of the street <laughs> and her mind was blown. No. Well, you're just ahead of the game there. We, we learn it at some point. We all, we all get there. <laughs> some of us slower than others. Yeah. Um, historically, many streets were named for the type of commerce, commerce or industry found in that area um, or destination. Um, like that you're getting to, um, or just direction in general, for example, like Great North Road, um, or sometimes the area that the street connects to. Um, And then of course, many are named after distinguished or famous individuals. Um, Mm -hmm. Sometimes you are directly associated with the street. and then street. I, this was an interesting one. Street na- streets that are named after saints are usually um, streets that lead to the church dedicated to that saint. That makes sense. Yeah. So I'm like, hmm. Next time I see a saint name, I'll have to. I don't know if that's still the case, but maybe at the time, you know, because I'm like, like I think of my church. I'm like, where is the church? I'm like. I- <laughs> All right, we're trying to find the St. Paul. Oh, actually, yeah, never mind. Because most, yeah, wow. I forgot that most churches are like named after an actual saint. I was like, <laughs> I was literally people. like, what saint is my church name or dedicated to? I was like, oh, it's called St. John's. Duh. Wow. <laughs> Genius over here. <laughs> Absolutely. And then you you can change the name. Of course, there's a process, but um, a lot of it is political. So um, mm. Hamburg Avenue in Brooklyn, New York, was changed to Wilson Af- Avenue after um, World War One against Germany. Um, okay. And then in Riverside, California, there was a one-way street named Wong Way, and um, oh, that was changed rude. to yeah, that was changed to Wong Street. And the Wong was to honor the Chinatown that was once there, but it just, uh, you know. Poor taste. Bit originally. of a tone deaf, uh, yeah, name. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm then glad they got that changed. Yeah. And then um, can you guess? So every state has like their own most popular road name. Can you guess mm-hmm. what the overall most popular name for a road is? I I would have gotten it wrong. Main Street. Uh, you're close, but no. Second Street. That's actually second. <laughs> <laughs> really, I someone told me that either second or Main Street was I I you know what? No one told me this. It was on a Snapple bottle cap. Oh. <laughs> so because I because I remember thinking that. You know, oh, you think First Street should be yeah. on it. 
but first yeah. street isn't because oftentimes first street is also main street. Right. So that's why first street isn't. So, so what is it if street. it's not so main you're right. or second? Yeah. Um, so the most popular is park. Park road or park street. Yeah. Just really. Yeah. I'm Interesting. like, I, I was surprised. That's boring. That. I'm like, I know. Right. Um, and the reason <laughs> that first or main is not more popular is because you know, they are divided. Some are first, some are main. So, you know, they split the, uh, the difference there. It, it yeah. dropped their ratings. Yeah. But the <laughs> second most popular is second street. Um, and then of course, trees, numbers, and presidents are most popular for streets and then okay. surnames, uh, Hill school or airport, like landmarks are, are big ones. Okay. And then in Virginia, the most popular is Lee after Robert E. Lee. Okay. Um, so there's obviously, you know, there's definitely some controversy, controversy there. Um, in Delaware, it is Holly and Holly was on Maryland's like a little bit lower and Maryland is park. Like the Holly tree? I think so. Hmm, interesting. That's what I'm assuming. You must really um, like their Holly trees. Yeah, at first I was like, like the name, like, are there a lot of Hollies there? <laughs> <laughs> Holly was a great gal, I tell ya. <laughs> and I don't like her anymore. We're all Hollies today. <laughs> <laughs> I said, <laughs> I said to her, Holly, we're going to name every street after you. <laughs> we're going to name a bunch of streets after you, honey. <laughs> you so, were just so um, remarkable. <laughs> right? So in um, in New Orleans, there's obviously the, the the famous French Quarter, and so those streets are named after uh, royal houses from France, and okay. so everyone thinks that Bourbon Street is named after like alcohol, alcohol, but it's actually named after the House of Bourbon, which was a ruling dynasty of France when um, when the city was built. So, so that's like a chicken and the egg kind of thing because they probably yeah. built all their bars there because they're like, well, you know, what Health better place? prophecy? Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. you got to go to Bourbon Street. That I makes know, sense. Right? Yeah. Um, and then I was curious about the types of street names. Um, honestly, I didn't think there was a difference, but well, between there... street, road, place, yeah. and all that stuff. And the differences are really small sometimes, and like there's a lot of overlap, so it's really confusing. Um, so a road is very basic. Anything that connects two points, that's as basic okay. as you get. Okay. <laughs> keep it, keep it in your mind. File it. <laughs> it's gonna come back. <laughs> okay. And then away is a small side street off of a road. Okay. So, and then got two points and then something a little in the middle to the side. Yeah. And then <laughs> street is a public way that has buildings on both sides and tends to run perpendicular to avenues. What's an avenue? Oh, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> so an I avenue. She never asked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks for asking, Bay. So an avenue. <laughs> This was the part I didn't get because it's like very similar. So avenues have trees and buildings on both sides. I don't oh, know. Wow. Like, is the Do they have to have really both? that important? Um, because you'll you'll notice that the streets only had buildings. 
So avenues apparently have to Okay, so avenues are a little more nature friendly environment. I guess, yeah. But eventually a lot of places, you know, they cut down the trees, you know, and then there's just spilling. So I'm like, does that still count? It's um, like that counting crows song, you know? No. Cut down all the trees. Put up a parking lot. Oh yeah. <laughs> Pave paradise. Oh my god. That's in my, head. my husband and I were just talking about that the other day. <laughs> I believe Vanessa Carinating you on song. Yeah. Um, so a boulevard is a large wide street with trees on both sides and usually and broken dreams, apparently. <laughs> usually a median. So okay. Yeah, it makes a little bigger. I, I can imagine that a little more. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's like a, probably a one-way street going one way and another going the other, but there's a big kind of area in between, a median in between. Okay. Um, a lane is a narrow road that's often in rural areas. So okay. um trying to, I think my first where I first lived was wait, what's that? Yeah, yeah. that was a lane. I guess that That's was a rural area. Rural. Yeah. I'm surprised yours wasn't a lane. <laughs> well, mine connects two points. Oh, you're right. Oh, look at you. You're, <laughs> you're studying the material. Um, yeah. It cuts There's through. some on both sides. And then a drive is just simply a long winding road. Well, so, see, that's what it should have been then. Yeah. But maybe it doesn't connect two points maybe it's you know it, it, this feels like like algebra like or i don't know lo like logistics or something like if this then you know if x then yeah y. <laughs> and then a court uh this is a little bit more self-explanatory ends in a circle or loop and there's no through way okay um a terrace is a street following the top of a slope so I'm like, remember it, what? You know, my Ashton okay. house, that was a terrace, but I'm guessing maybe there used to be a slope there, but not anymore. A yeah, straight was... at the top of a, a street slope. following the top of a sl slope. So I guess you're at the bottom of a hill, kind of. I mean, it was kind of hilly. On our street? I thought it was kind of flat, right? I mean, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't know. Maybe someone needs to look up their definitions again and go back to the scene. Yeah. <laughs> well, my, my guess named is, it, I mean, yeah. Or maybe when they named it, it really was like, uh, <clears throat> sure. A lot of changes have taken place. It's rather hilly. Yeah. Um, place is a road or street usually has no through way. So, okay. That is incorrect because <laughs> mine is, is a 100% through way. Oh yeah. I live on a place. I forgot you're on a place. Because I like places are so, I feel like rare. They're one of the most rare ones. I mean, how yeah. often do you see that? And I've always maybe wondered why that was. Well, maybe, um, maybe it used to not be a three way and then they added more and then they just keep it, you know? Yeah. Because imagine the uproar if they had to change it like every time, people would be, That's that would true. be probably too confusing. Um, a highway is a major public road that connects multiple cities. Makes sense. Thank God you told me. <laughs> well, mm -hmm. you know, I 
I did find this interesting because I never understood like people use beltway a lot and I'm like and byway yeah can I yeah. say can I say highway um so yeah interstate is a federally funded network of roads part of the highway system it may go between states but doesn't necessarily have to unlike the name suggests mm -hmm. so because I've seen it's like 95 is like a highway but it's also considered I-95 so I guess it's both I guess at some points does it change from a highway to maybe I don't know um a turnpike is part of a highway and usually a toll road so that's pretty easy avoid them <laughs> <laughs> A freeway is part of a highway system. It's a large road with two or more lanes on each side. But I'm like, I see a lot of these definitions could fit more than one thing. Yeah. And then a parkway is a large decorated public road with parkland often on the side of the road. So actually, huh. actually, I so I was walking with my coworkers today, you know, getting our steps in, and I did notice <laughs> we were on a parkway and I was like oh okay because there was a park um on the side makes sense so I was like okay and it was I want I don't know if I'd say large but you know I guess it went pretty far down um so look for that park <laughs> and then and then a beltway is just a highway that surrounds the city so oh, you know like 490 I know right I was like oh that makes that makes more sense you know um and then you know gotta keep keep some weirdness in there so i just looked up some like weird street names and there are quite a few the uk definitely takes takes the cake with weird street names um in shropshire uk is grope lane so that's lovely gross yeah i know i'm like can we change that um nova scotia and canada they have um a, this street of that street and the other street <laughs> oh that's funny and i think they two of them like intersect which i'm like oh that's cute um there's a a fabulous texan way in arizona why arizona i don't know um again in in london maybe a fabulous texan lived there i guess they <laughs> must be like yeah they must love love their texans there's a ha-ha road in London, which apparently ha-ha is a word for a sunken ditch. Didn't know that. A sunken what? Ditch. Oh, I thought you said witch. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, wait, there's witches just singing in London? <laughs> um, in Hong Kong, there's, it, the way it's spelled or translated is man fuck road. <laughs> It's M A N and then F U K road. Um, and it just happens to be near a, a street famous for women and you prostitution. Know. Yeah. But it's legal there or the, it's not actual prostitution, whatever their legal version of it. Sex workers. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's legal or but it's, you know, exotic dancing, stuff like that. Um, mm -hmm. There's Smelly's Lane in, in the UK, in Dundee, UK. Um, 
you lived in Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania. you might have you might have heard of this Butt Street (laughs) in Benton, Pennsylvania. There are some weird city names. Oh yeah, there is like there's a Blue Balls, Pennsylvania. (laughs) Oh, in Pennsylvania, nice. Yeah, like there's some weird city names. Like when people name their cities like hell and stuff. Oh like, yeah. Why? Or, um, what was the one? It was uh Myanus. <laughs> <laughs> they went there on Jackass, remember, and he kept asking you, how do you like Myanus? <laughs> Very nice. Because it's supposed to be like Myanus or something yeah. like that. But then they pronounce, yeah, okay. I, re- yeah. I totally remember that. They went up to like every sign. Yeah, and I was like, this is so stupid. funny yeah i remember that (laughs) and these guys get paid to do this i know right put me on put me on i can make fun of a sign (laughs) there's a break me neck hill in tasmania australia you know just warning you break my neck break me neck Uh, there's a chicken dinner road in idaho and this road was actually protested by (laughs) PETA. i can imagine you know <laughs> uh in york in uk it's whip my wop my gate road <laughs> whip, whip my wop my, my gate it's like all hyphens oh and in forney texas an 11 year old caroline gonzalez won a competition to be mayor of her town for a day so she na- renamed one of the streets justin bieber way <laughs> oh i bet you that was her goal the whole time Hey, I, more power to her. I didn't think <laughs> that is anything. a true fan. You know, like when they, give you the, fan. when they give you the key to the city, but like you're not yeah. really doing anything. I was like, I, she could actually uh, make she could affect change in policy. Yeah. I mean, that's the <laughs> ultimate fan right there. She's like, just I know. Will finally see me. Uh oh. I, <laughs> I hear some four legged animals. Uh, unfortunately, yes. <laughs> um fanny hands lane in lincolnshire uk it was actually named after someone named francis hand you know she went by fanny <laughs> yeah um squeeze guts alley in cornwall UK. i know right it's this alley that's i guess very you know narrow <laughs> oh so it's some um, you know you gotta squeeze your gut to get through <laughs> yes <laughs> why worry lane in arizona uh, crotch crescent and <laughs> I love the uh what do they call it um is it automatopoeia no the alliteration alliteration oh look at you knowing that stuff uh <laughs> in UK uh tick cock bridge in castle Fours, UK and then um in Georgia there's a town called hammer time so they put a sign that says hammer time right over the top, the stop sign. So it's like, stop hammer time. <laughs> I thought that was cute. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> God, I wonder if MC Hammer's ever been there. I know, right? Take a picture with it. It's probably a like a tourist thing, I would think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's pretty much it. That's uh, my topic of street names and how they're how they come to be um it's very informative yeah i would love to name a street it would definitely be something appropriate well you have to petition 
I know. Well, I probably wouldn't get a day. <laughs> be mirror for a day. Or maybe I'd name it after like, like grandma or something, you know. I would have to think about it for a while. If I had to like pass by that that street all the time, I'd want to make it something special. Yeah. Sorry, you can't do it for yourself. We can do this is the part I don't get way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you. Finally answered my question as to uh what a street Welcome. road versus place are. Yeah. So thank you. Never would have oh. known. I know you're just, you're welcome for the knowledge that I dropped on you. <laughs> Check us out on Instagram and Facebook. And this is the part I don't get and email us at the part I don't get at gmail.com. And we will see you in two weeks. Bye. Bye.